different points of view and highs and lows a new perspective everywhere you go open up your mind drown out the noise and see if this connected and see if this What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests, and you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. Thanks, Tony, for that great introduction all the way from Hawaii on your honeymoon. Thank you for still introducing me, although you are on your honeymoon. And we're here live doing a special podcast episode without producer Tony. We are doing this live because I have a special friend here who needs your help. We're doing this live on Instagram, and we will be posting this sometime next week and this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think we'll be posting two episodes this week. But I have a friend of mine here. His name is Miguel. Hi, I'm Miguel. And Miguel, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Well, first of all, my name is Miguel. I am 26 years old. Um, Right now, I work as a store protection specialist. I cannot name where I work because if I say it on the internet, I will get fired. Yeah, I signed a contract saying that. And it's happened. Someone's made a TikTok about working where we work. And a couple of days later, after it went viral, they got fired. So We won't mention that place. But he works uh, somewhere. And he needs that job because guess what? He is going to where? I am going to be serving as a net missionary for the upcoming 2022 and 2023 year. So that means you're going to be gone all year. Yes. I'm going to miss this guy. But historically, um, I've been asking all of you guys to to do this net mission mission year since you were what? Wow. Um, I think you were like a senior in high school or a freshman in college. You asked me five years ago when you first brought over the net missionaries to St. Mary's, and I got to know them. And you know, they thought I'd be perfect for it, and you thought I'd be perfect for it. But it took me five years to respond to God's call. But God has His timing, and I'm coming. Um, now I'm going on my mission this upcoming year in August. I am so excited. Uh, Bethany says, "Congratulations!" Thank you. Um, and again, it's, it's so funny that this couple that was just married uh, yesterday um, are in Hawaii, and they're in Hawaii time, but they're watching us. I feel so blessed. Um, they miss us. They they do they miss us <laughs> better not be missing us, but um, going back, uh, we did ministry together. I was the youth ministry coordinator, and you were a core team member. And we're gonna call out all of the former core team uh, members from St. Mary's and all of the youth and leaders from Hennessy's um, out there. We're gonna call you to support this man on his mission. I'm calling it your mission trip for an entire year. It's not you're not like going on a few days to feed the poor. Mm-hmm. You're literally going out for an entire year doing net. 
That's correct. That's correct. Yes. And for those people who don't know exactly what you're going to do, tell us a little bit something of what Net does. Okay, so Net's overall um, thing, their mission statement is to challenge young Catholics to love Christ and to embrace the life of the church. Um, Net is known for two different types of teams. The more famous one is the retreat team. So those are the ones that people have experienced the most. These teams go around from diocese to diocese, putting on retreats for the youth in which they get to encounter them and preach the gospel. Um, the other team is a discipleship team where they'll stay at a community and they'll do one-on-one faith sharing. They'll lead Bible studies, stuff like that. Um, so it's an entire year dedicated um, to the youth and preaching the gospel. <laughs> so which team are you going to end up going? Ooh, that's a very good question. I do not know. Oh! Here's, uh, the, here's the thing. So I'm going to be sent out to West St. Paul, Minnesota on August 17th. I will begin my five-week training. After the first two weeks of that training, I will be put on one of those teams. So I don't know which one I'm going to be on just yet. Um, the rest of the three weeks are more specialized training for whatever team I get put on. So there's still a lot of uncertainty as to what team I'll be put on, where I'll be going. Um, the only thing I know is that I'm going to be doing net. Oh, so which one would you, which one do you feel like, oh, I want to do this more than this one? Um, recently, I've been feeling more towards the retreat team just because I want to meet as much people as possible and reach out to as many people as possible. But I also like spending one-on-one time with people just because that's what I've been doing a lot recently with my friends. Um, like I've been inviting them to young adult events or something. They'll just come over and we'll just like talk with like with a couple of drinks and stuff and just talk real talk and try to help each other grow. Um, but wherever God calls and wherever God needs me the most, I'm willing to do it. Amen. You know, for, for you who've never met, um, Miguel here, um, Miguel is one of those core team members that I would say is he was the he was the go-to guy who would do anything. You know, there there are certain there are certain core team members that that will that prefer to just do one thing. Um, but Miguel is like, hey, Miguel, can you do this? Sure. And I tell you, he's he's the most approachable person of the team. He was the most relatable person of the team. And I think he was mo- the most probably one that was just like the disciples because I truly feel the disciples were just like us. We're, they were nerds um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who weren't afraid to laugh at themselves. You know, I had that training where, you know, fools for Christ. Yes. And you really took that to heart. And I love that because... People who do ministry should not be afraid to make fools of themselves because people just are drawn to that. People who aren't afraid to uh, be embarrassed. And and here's the thing. Both of us are really shy people. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's like, it's, a, it's like our hands are sweating. I got to get in front of people. But then, you know, the Holy Spirit comes and you still do it. And, you know, young men and, and are, are just attracted to you because— you're easily approachable. Here's here's one thing I always admired about Miguel. People weren't afraid to come to you. And you knew that, and you were so open to listening to them. See, there's people like me who just talk, and there's Miguel who just <laughs> listens. 
So like I'm doing right now, like right now, like like he just listens, and I'm like, you know, Tony here probably is one of those other guys who just listens, but you know, you need to tell me to shut up because you have things to say. But that's beautiful that you're entering into this mission five years later. Thank yes. you very much. You finally, you know, prayers answered, because I do believe that there are many people, and I'm glad that you mm-hmm. said that you want to go on the retreat team because you want to meet and minister to as many people as possible. And that's not bad too if you go into discipleship because then the the I think the beautiful thing there is that you're discipling some people and those people are going to be meeting a whole bunch of other people. Yes. But whether or not you go into the discipleship team or the retreat team, I do believe that you are going to be an amazing mentor, an amazing evangelizer, amazing disciple um, of Christ to all those people. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, glory and honor to God, because without God's grace, I wouldn't have responded to the call. So we've known each other, and I don't know how much you want to be able to share, how much you want to share with all these people. But during that time, even in ministry and during the five years that we've been apart, um, you know, you went through a lot. These last five years, yeah. Yeah, you went through a lot of discernment. I mean, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. Yes. There's, do we want to talk about like the whole discernment but Yeah, process? go ahead. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I think that same year, um, I went to my first Tuvaville conference and um i after that i was like you know what like if god is calling me to be a priest maybe i should be open to it because if i really love god and this is what he wants maybe i should be open to these this idea so i have been discerning priesthood these last five years kind of on and off there'll be sometimes like oh i'll check something out and there's some days where i'm just like not really thinking about it too much um and i've been just trying to figure out like what god is calling me to do every single moment um I've gone and visited the Salesians a couple times, um, the Salesians of John Bosco. I have to because St. John Bosco is my <laughs> confirmation saint, and it's like, I have to. This guy started it, and they're right there in Bellflower. They're nearby, so let me check them out. Um, I've also talked with uh, Father Haovu over in the diocese, so I, I got to know him. Um, recently, um, at least within these last couple months, uh, I've been thinking about it a little less. I'm kind of leaning more towards married life now but um i feel like it all comes down to what happens in net i know the one thing i'm very very certain about is that i have to do net and this is going to have a big impact on my vocation or what direction god is going to call me to to go um so just keep me in your prayers if god's calling me to be a priest then um then hopefully you know just pray that i have the courage to say yes and if god's calling me to be married then pray that I say the courage to say yes and hopefully find someone to start a family. Amen. And and that's the reason, folks, that if you are listening to this podcast, or if you're watching it on YouTube or you're viewing it on Instagram, the reason why we're holding this is I feel like a telethon. Um, we are actually <laughs> raising funds. We're raising funds and we're raising money for Miguel. We want to get Miguel towards his goal because it is not cheap 
to go on mission. You know, people say, "Oh, I'm going to go on mission," and they think that it's free. No, mm-hmm. with net missionaries, they have to raise the funds in order for them to go. And a lot of the times, when people go on mission trips and and, and net, their church pays for it. But unfortunately, with Miguel and myself, we belong to a parish that is a mission church. So that means they're building, trying to build a church. They've been trying to build it for like thirty years. Can't seem to get there, but. It's not a church that will be able to help finance that. And so we are pleading and asking you, our listeners, to donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, five hundred dollars, even five thousand dollars. If you end up listening to this podcast and like, you know, I got a couple of five thousand dollar bills in my pocket, you know, I'm gonna give it to Miguel. Just a couple. Just a couple, you know. Please be generous. Do that. And I want you guys, I'm asking you guys, and I'm pleading with you, to share it with your friends and say, hey, you know what? I have a friend, a friend of a friend who is trying to go on mission and is trying to change lives um, with his skills and his gifts um, from the Holy Spirit. And he just needs a little help, a little money. So what we are asking you is we put a link on my story and on his story um, if you go to our bio, anything that goes into our PayPal account is going directly towards um, towards Miguel's mission trip, and we're gonna we're gonna keep that there for the entire year, from all the way till we meet that goal. So anything that goes towards our PayPal account, send your money there. It's gonna get directed totally a hundred percent towards Miguel's mission trip because he needs it. You know. Um, he needs to reach those young people just like those missionaries who you met five years ago yeah. lit a fire into your heart. He needs to be able to pay that back and 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 share that. And that's where you guys come in. That's where you, our listeners, our parishioners, our friends, our family, need to come in to give give back, share something with Miguel. You know, we are going to start that with an initial donation of $100 towards Miguel's trip. And we're going to continue to do that. And and every month we're going to keep donating. And we're hoping, we're going to mention this in every single episode, to donate to Miguel's mission trip. How much do we need to get? Okay. So the total cost to send a missionary is $30,000. Um, but net ministries only asked me to fundraise seven to eight thousand dollars. And if I can, um, go past that, um, it is much encouraged. So that way, um, they can focus on other missionaries who need a little bit more help. So I'm only asked to fundraise that much. Net will fundraise the rest, but I can fundraise more. It helps net tremendously. That's right. So we need to raise about eight thousand dollars for this man. And I hope that we can get there. You know, and I I have this belief and I have this faith that you, our listeners, are going to help us get him closer to that goal to lead teens closer to Christ. This man right here has grown so much in, in, in what he has received, and he wants to give back. And so I am pleading with you to... Go on our go on our bio, go to our story, click on that link, send something in our PayPal account that's all going towards Miguel. So this entire year until he comes back home, anything and everything that goes into our PayPal account 
goes to Miguel. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that every single thing that you donate this time around goes to that PayPal account so we can forward that straight to, to Miguel. And the reason why, someone asked, why PayPal? Well, with PayPal, they don't charge. You donate there. I'll pay the charges on there if we have to. But with Patreon, if you send it to our Patreon, if you're going to be a patron, um, they charge every time that we they take a piece of that. So mm-hmm. if you want to go on our PayPal, send us the money towards Miguel. And if you want to go directly to Miguel, there's a way to do that. There's actually a way to go directly onto a to net to sponsor him or to donate to him directly. So you want to share with us uh, that information? Um, yeah. So n- the website is netusa.org slash support a missionary. Um, if you scroll down, you'll see my name, Miguel Alvarez, on the 2022-2023 missionary list. Um, there you can give a direct gift. There's two ways to give. One is a one-time gift, so you just give one amount one time. The other is a pledge. And this one's been more popular with some of the people that I've talked to that are helping me um, that are sponsoring me. Um, you can give a bigger gift, but over a period of time. Um, I, I know like one of my sponsors, he decided to do a $500 gift, but over a period of 10 months. So he's giving $50 a month. If you decide to do that, your card will be charged on the 15th of each month until you reach um, the amount that you're willing to give. Um, all donations are tax deductible, by the way. So if you want to stick it to the man and the IRS, you know, then you can go ahead and do that. Um, and you, you fill out all your information there so that way when the end of the year comes net can send you um, your tax deduction. Um, there's also an option um, when you give online. Some companies may um, match your donation. Um, for example, like I, I was just playing around with it and I found out if you work for McDonald's, if you give an amount, they'll match your donation and all matched gifts will actually go directly to me. Um so that's also an option. So netusa.org slash support a missionary. Um, my name's Miguel Alvarez. I should be the only Miguel Alvarez on that list. <laughs> so that is netusa.org forward slash support a missionary Miguel Alvarez. So you guys need to go on there and support Miguel. Um, this is a great way to go. Give a one-time gift. Give a pledge. Um, and it'll be billed to you once a month. You know, it. Someone says, you know, it's it's hard to give a thousand dollars, but you know, put it out through the entire year, and it'll be a hundred dollars a month, or seventy five dollars a month, or fifty dollars a month, or even twenty five dollars a month. If you can give twenty five dollars a month, you know, in a year, that is a lot more than what you expected. So if you can give and donate just a little bit more, then that would definitely help. Um, uh, Miguel. So our target is about eight thousand dollars to get him there, and he's going to tell us when 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 we reach our goal. He's going to send us an, a letter. Maybe he'll come on the podcast again and and say, "Hey, you know what? I've met my goal." Um, either keep giving so it can go to other missionaries, mm-hmm. or you know, it's like I'm going to you know, just support Miguel. But we hope that you continue to support because it's going to go towards another person who may have ha- been having a, a more difficult time. But someone might even be saying, $30,000, that's a lot of money. But the cost, actually, when I was talking to one of the net missionaries uh, who did this, mm-hmm. the cost of that is also, you know, they have the van and all yeah. the things that they yes, have to pay for. High. Yeah, and... <laughs> Gas is high, and and um, they have to drive from place to place. 
So one of the things that's amazing about net missionaries, if you don't know, is they go from parish to parish doing retreats. So tell us a little bit of something what you're going to be expecting to do if um, you were on the retreat team. Gotcha. Um, from the sample that I got and from what I remember from the net team that was here, um, I know like they start off with like skits um, just to kind of like um, get the youth like relax and then they open up. They talk a little bit about Jesus and throughout the retreat they're preaching more. They bring up different talking points. At the end of the retreat, um, the youth do get a chance to do one-on-one prayer um, just to like spend some time alone with uh, with God. And, they'll, um, and I remember they were laying out Bibles so that way they can um, just pick it up and read and meditate on Scripture. Um, I think that's a really, really good way to evangelize because at the beginning, you know, you're getting relaxed, you're getting to know them. Um, so it, it's not just like, oh, I'm above you. Like, no, it's like I am a mentor and I'm, you know, I'm here to help you out. I'm, and then you build that trust, you build that relationship and you listen to what they have to say. And by the end of it, you know, they help guide you with prayer. Yeah. And one of the most beautiful things, folks, about net missionaries is they live with the people in the community. Uh, each time that we had net missionaries come to our parish, uh, it was the w- most wonderful thing was that it wasn't that they just served the youth and did a retreat. They came and then they stayed with the parishioners. They stayed in the homes of the parishioner. And that was a huge part, I believe, of their mission work was to live with the community. And they stayed with us, I think, for two days, and they ate the food that we ate, and they prayed the, the, the prayers that we prayed, and they prayed with us. And I think that was so interesting was that the, they excused themselves in the evening so that they can do their evening prayers. Um, and, and, you know, they, they've left um, a long-lasting relationship with the people uh, that they stayed with. I know, you know, we still... In, in a way, the blessings of Instagram is we've kept in contact with Thais, who now has two children. Oh, and, um, I remember Thais. And I'm hoping that one day, when I do the way, we can stop by and, and, and go to Barcelona. Did I say that? Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, <laughs> and see Thais and her, and her children and her, and her husband. Because she left um, just... A profound impact mm-hmm. in my daughter's lives and in my wife's life, and uh, basically our entire family. So, uh, I am so excited that that's mm-hmm. going to happen for you. But you, one of the gifts that you have that I believe it's going to be so wonderful is you have that that gift of the sleight of hand. I didn't mention uh, the word magic because people ah it's magic brujeria <laughs> brujeria yeah <laughs> Bru- what brujeria I don't know it's it's witchcraft in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my Spanish sucks. It's witchcraft with an accent. Yeah. <laughs> but sleight of hand, it is none of the devil's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is one thing that you have this gift. And it was a it was a hobby of yours Yes, that you just perfected. It, it got you closer to doing something. And so are you going to bring that with you during the, the trips? Um, yes. Um, I'm planning on it of what I'm going to bring because I am only allowed one backpack and one suitcase <laughs> So I can't bring a huge guillotine with me. Oh. I can't bring those. Uh, can't bring the box. Zigzag, ooh, the zigzag boxes. But, um, you know, I, I feel like I can do well with the deck of cards, though. Deck of cards is portable. Some coins, um, some sponge balls, and be able to do that. I'm going to bring my raccoon. I'm oh, going to yes. make sure that raccoon comes with me because that's my favorite routine to do. 
Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, um, book me and I'll show you the raccoon routine. Yeah. That, that's also one way that he can raise funds and that maybe you can experience a little bit about his gospel magic. Um, you know, book Miguel. I don't know how they're going to get a hold of you. How do they get a hold of you, though? Um, if they want to book me, they can contact my Instagram, uh, Michael Bosco uh, Magic. We're gonna put that on the, we're gonna put that on the bio, on the link, on the show notes. On the yes, on the show notes. Thank you for correcting that. Sorry, Tony, I messed that up. Show notes. <laughs> I listened to too many po- podcasts about podcasts. <laughs> yes. And I'm wondering why are we still doing the podcast, and we're still doing the podcast. Apparently, hey, you know what? Someone, one of the one of the teens, um, one of the college students, did a report, and she did a report on our podcast. Oh wow! And um, and she shared so excited and says, "Do you know that you're the tenth? Uh, was it the tenth or the or something like that? The tenth ranked um, Catholic podcast?" I'm like. That's so cool. And I was like, who did I beat out? <laughs> definitely not Father so Mike Schmidt's Bible. Definitely year. not Father Mike Schmidt's, who was number one. Uh, I didn't get close. Uh, but hey, at least we're up there. You guys are keeping us um, up there. You guys are listening. You probably need um, catching foxes. Vinny punch. says hi, Mikey. Hi. Um, so Vinny Catholic JMJ is yes. is just hopped on. So hi, hi, uh, Vinny. Hi, Vinny. Um, and, and one of the things that um, that I have to say that I'm going to take credit for is that you are an altar server. Never been an altar server at the Novus Ordo, but you became an altar server at San Secondo, where it's the traditional Latin Mass. Yes. And I want to take credit because I was the one who took you to that first. <laughs> My first Latin mass was with um, Jesus Puentes, my godfather. But I remember you inviting me to the Latin mass several yeah. times, and it was always at six thirty in the morning. And I was like, "Arnell, you're crazy. Why are people awake at that time? Jesus is still asleep in the tabernacle at that time." <laughs> so I don't understand. Um, and but you got that idea in there, and I also had a lot of other people during that time that t- they were telling me, "You, you're gonna love it." And I'm like, I'll, "I'll check it out." And the first time I went, I was so lost. I tried following mm-hmm. along with that little red booklet, and I missed so much. No one told me just just watch, just watch, and just be present. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that the reason why I always invited the core team to experience not only the the traditional Latin uh, mass is to also experience the Byzantine mass over there at San Nicholas. You know, the the um, Syriac mass over there at uh, Grand Terrace. It's because so that you understand that the universality of the church does not only mean the Roman rite, but mm-hmm. there are 20, 23 rites. And as my mom said, you know, when you are able to meet all of the family, you don't realize how beautiful the family really is. So I'm Amen. not one of those. You guys say, oh, Arnell is a trad. It's like, no, I am a Catholic. And so I am truly a Catholic. I love all our brothers and sisters. I love all the rites. But I am a Roman Catholic, and so I am obedient to the Pope even sometimes when you're like, oh, okay. Yes, obedient amen. to our bishop, and obedient even to my pastor, even though that you're like, I'm obedient. <laughs> I'm being obedient. So, Father, I'm being obedient. So, there. Um, and, and there's there's beauty in that. And there's, there's um, one of the beautiful things in our Catholic Church in its beauty is it is run by imperfect human beings. Yes. Just like you, 
and me. And because of that, requires us to humble ourselves and accept that there is a perfect Savior who loves us enough to die on the cross. And so when we're always looking for perfection, you're going to find out that it's not in you, but it's the person and the spirit within you that allows you to be perfected. Amen. And that is something that I believe all people shall live by um, because a lot of times what what causes us to divide is the only power that God allowed the devil to continue to have, mm-hmm. which is pride. So if we can set aside our pride, then we truly can be perfected. And what's the opposite virtue of of the vice of pride and the sin of pride? Well, humility. humility. So we go. let us be humble. The most humble man I know, well, one of the most Ooh. humble men I know is Miguel. So again, as a last note, we want you to give. So if you have not yet given, I haven't checked my PayPal yet, and Miguel hasn't checked his account with Net Ministry. If you have not donated yet today, again, for the entire year, anything that you sent to our PayPal is going to go directly to Miguel um, to help him get to, uh, to his goal of $8,000 to be a Net Missionary. And again, if you want to donate directly to his account to support him, go to netusa.org forward slash support at missionary, support a missionary. And that's Miguel Alvarez. He's the only Miguel Alvarez on there. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Well, will make sure, make sure that it goes to Miguel. You can either give a joke. one-time gift or you can pledge an amount that's going to be separated to the number of months that you're going to be giving. So make sure you do give. Again, anything that you send to NetUSA is a tax deduction. And if you work at McDonald's and you donate, guess what? They match. So if you're going to give like, you know, $100 and you work at McDonald's, guess what? McDonald's will match that, and so actually what you can t- deduct in your taxes is $200 because you'll get credit for $200 because it's a matching. So anyone, um, if you work anywhere that says if you donate something to somewhere um, and they match, do it, please. It's a, it's a beautiful cause. Miguel, yes. what else would you like to say? Um, if any of you guys are ever thinking about doing net ministries, um, but you're feeling fear, um, don't let fear um, overpower you. Um, this is something that I recently talked about with the Catholic Newman Center at UCR because um, it took me five years to respond to God's call. Um, right after I met the net missionaries um, back in 2017, I started working on the application, but I stopped halfway through because I was uncertain Um I was like, I'm, I'm applying for this upcoming year. That's just in like three months. Um, so I stopped and I kind of like comforted myself. I'm like, well, I'm going to go finish school and stuff. And they sent me a handwritten letter. They're like, hey, we want we want to see you finish your application. We want to meet you. And But I didn't f- went and finish it. And flash forward five years later, I never did get my four-year degree. Um, so whatever I had planned just didn't end up working out. Um, and year after year, there was always this, like, I don't know, maybe now is not the time. Maybe it's not, not the time. Um, and one day I had a phone call and my friend, um, 
she, I was telling her like, yeah, I've been thinking about net. It's always been on my heart. And she was like, just do it, just go for it and see where it leads you. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. I submitted my application back in November and just even going to the interview was a blessing in itself because I made a lot of really good friends from all over the U S um, shout out to PB and Jesus, um, our group <laughs> chat. That's the group chat name that we created. Um, and, um, I got to learn more about net and I realized, you know, by doing this, that I didn't, you know, I remember, I remember praying, um, just alone in my room that I was staying at looking at the crucifix and I was praying, God, like, I really love this. And there's nothing in the world that I want more right now than to serve you in through net, net ministries. And I pray to God that I will get accepted. And a few days later I did. Um, and as I'm preparing, there's still a lot of fear because this is going to be the first time I'm away from home. But I know that by overcoming this fear, I've experienced a lot of blessings. So if, if any of you guys are ever interested, I think there's still time to apply for this year if you feel called. Um, but definitely, uh, if not this year, next year, but respond to it. And if God says no, then God says no. But if God says yes, I know God is going to bless you abundantly. And I'm excited to see how God is going to bless me. Amen. You know, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being you. And thank you for always saying yes to the Lord. I do my best. Yeah. You have gifts that I've always seen that I, I sometimes feel that you felt a little insecure that God would be so generous to give you these abilities, but you do. And I'm so proud that you have finally said yes, because I believe that in going out into the world, mm-hmm. just like the disciples went out into the world, when you come back, you're going to be able to share so much with everyone on how much the same and how much different but altogether beautiful the Church of God is and how universal we are. And so I hope and pray that this is going to be such a blessing for you as you are going to be a blessing for all those others. So thank you again, Miguel. And as a last note, fam out there, if you have not yet donated towards uh, Miguel, we are asking you to be generous. We are trying to raise $8,000 to send this young man to Net Net Ministries to go on mission for an entire year, serving in different parishes and different communities to lead them closer to Christ, to introduce Christ to them. We all know how much the world is changing and how crazy the world has been. And there is such a need right now for young, faithful Catholics like Miguel to go out there. But he needs your support. He needs the funds. You know, these young people don't make as much money as the rest of us. And so they need us Catholics. If there's billions of Catholics out there, they should not have a problem to go out on mission. They should have that support. And so we're asking you, church, to donate. And so if you want to go to netusa.org forward slash support a missionary, look for Miguel Alvarez, give a one-time gift, or better yet, 
pledge an amount, and it will be billed to you on the 15th of every single month until you meet that pledge. It's tax deductible. Again, if you work at McDonald's or an organization that matches, do so. Also, if you just want to go to our bio and go to our PayPal account, we're putting there that any amount that goes into our PayPal account, we are forwarding that to Miguel for the entire year that he is gone for -hmm. continued support. And if we meet that $8,000 and we go over that, guess what? It's going to go to another missionary. So it's a win-win. So we're asking you to go and pledge today, tomorrow, share this with friends so that we can get this man to not worry about if he's going to have enough money to go on mission trip because guess what? He will because... You all are going to bless him with the funds that he needs. If we have faith and if we believe that young people out there need to hear the good news, then we need to truly be supportive. We need to truly be giving because that's what the church is. You know, that's what this man is going to do, what we can't do. What sometimes we are stuck because we have children and we have work and we but he is you are literally taking a year away from family, friends yeah. and work and going on mission trip. And you know, I can't do that. So I'm gonna live vicariously through you, through my yes. donation, and all those people out there can live vicariously through him, through your pledge and donation. Mm-hmm. And we wanna hear back on a regular basis, maybe on the podcast, done. How is Miguel doing? Gotcha. All right. As as much as I can. Yeah. Um, I know for Christmas I will be back for two weeks. Um, so we can definitely try planning something then. Yes. I know the net schedule is very busy. Because um, you're going to be, they, they told me I'm going to be very focused on the people around me. Mm-hmm. So my team and the people I'm serving. Um, I only get one day off to myself. That's what they told me. Just like a priest. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. It's a training gig. All right. So, fam, again, we're going to put this in our bio. We're going to put this in the show notes on how to donate. We're going to release this podcast early. So we're going to be releasing two podcasts this week, one for Miguel and one for the married group. Um, Again, folks, if you have any comments or suggestions, please email me at catholic.dad.com. 50 at gmail.com we read all of our emails if you want to make a comment or suggestion dm me on at catholic.dad on our instagram page the one that you're on right now Um, the other thing is uh, support this guy we're going to be praying for him but as we close fam we ask you to please pray for us we'll be praying for you and as always live a life of holiness Be blessed and be third. Be third. God bless you all. See you next time. All right. All righty. So we got to turn this off so Tony doesn't yell at me. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. Different generations of the girls and boys. So sit back and relax. This Catholic podcast don't overreact. If these thoughts are abstract when it's hosted by Catholic Dad, who knows what's gonna happen? Hey, what's up, fam? Uh-huh. 
Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown out the noise And see if disconnected What's up fam? To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way Back runaway thoughts like a runaway train Break into conversation like links of a chain Make a Hail Mary pass, hope disconnects Have a question for a guest, put it to rest Live a life of holiness, lead by example Follow at catholic.dead and be tangled <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd Pray for one another, be blessed and be there Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown out the noise and see if disconnected This Connected Podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city? Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021, T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.